you're ready to take your leadership to the next level, you're in the right place. This is the Think on Purpose podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Fry. Let's dive in. If you have ever wondered if you might be taking responsibility that isn't really yours to own, this episode is for you. I think it's really important for leaders because we tend to think that responsibility is really important. And it is. And I'm not saying that we should abdicate our responsibility. I am going to offer you, how do you know when you're taking it on a little bit too much? Welcome back, everyone. Today is all about over-responsibility. And of course, as leaders, it is super important for us to take responsibility for the outcomes that we create and that our teams create. But one thing that I've noticed is that some people tend to lean on the side of being overly responsible. And what this can look like is actively rejecting or neglecting ourselves in order to take responsibility for everyone and every everyone and everything around us. So if this sounds like you, listen in. Over-responsibility means that you are taking responsibility to the extreme and taking ownership of others' tasks, emotions, mistakes, and problems. Now, I know for sure I have seen this with myself when it comes to tasks because it sounds like it's easier for me to just do this thing myself than to teach someone or show someone or wait for someone and what ends up happening when we have that mindset as leaders is we just start taking on way more tasks, way more projects than we could ever possibly handle. And it's not because the other people are incapable. It's because we haven't even given them a chance. So I want you to consider the tasks, the emotions, the mistakes, the problems that you have, that you have decided to carry for other people. And where might you have been doing this? Now, the truth is that over-responsibility probably served a, a good purpose at some point, right? Like maybe when you were a kid, you were made to believe that you were in charge of something or that you were somehow responsible for your parents' feelings or what happened in your family dynamics. Maybe, um, maybe that helped you somewhere along the line, right? Like I think of my, my kids who are in the middle of doing group projects and they absolutely are over-responsible for the group projects because they're like, mom, if I don't take on this project, if I don't do the work of everyone, then I'm going to get a bad grade. I don't want to suffer a bad grade, so I will just do all of the things. Not a great way to handle a group project. And I'm hopeful that they will start to see um, some of those negative consequences, right? Because not getting a good grade is not the only consequence of everyone in the team not doing their fair share. Now, I can also remember that when I was a little kid, right, growing up as the oldest of four, I was often expected to clean up after my siblings or be responsible for them, right? I can rem- remember my mom saying, like, I don't care if you made the mess, you still need to clean it up. And somewhere along the line, I have really adopted that as a philosophy in my adulthood. It might not be my mess, but I'll clean it up. It might not be mine to own. It might not be my group project, but I'll go ahead and take it on. And sometimes it's not a problem. There's a very fine line here because as leaders, we do want to take that responsibility and we do want to step in when we are needed. 
But when we're over-responsible, there is a negative impact. And this is what I want to help us to, to recognize and to change. So we first have to start being aware of it and notice. Here's where you can start. Answer these questions to get an idea of if you have fallen into the trap, just like I have, of being over-responsible. So do you say, I'm sorry, even when something obviously is not your fault and it's not within your control? Do you refuse help when offered? Do you take on the emotions of those around you and try to solve them? Do you feel resentful often because you're doing the work of other people or because you're frequently saying yes to projects and tasks, regardless of if they fit within your scope of work or your job description? And the last one, do you constantly remind others of their responsibilities and sometimes feel resentful that you are the one doing this reminding? So consider your answers to these questions and just notice, like, do you have that, that issue, that problem of over-responsibility? And maybe it's not you. Maybe it's someone you work with. Do you have a team member who's constantly trying to step in? Do you have a team member? And listen, sometimes as leaders, we're like, this is the dream, the dream team member, right? Because we know they're always available. They always say yes. They always help us out. But is it possible that we're encouraging someone else to be over-responsible? I think that's really important for us to notice as leaders. Because... Even though this person might sound like a dream a dream employee, or you might be thinking that you're showing up as a dream employee, the dark side of over-responsibility is burnout, disempowerment, and you heard it in those questions a couple of times, resentment. And these are not the traits of a highly functioning team. And this is not the energy with which we want to do our work. So of course, you know, I love to offer solutions. Um, so some of these might feel really difficult to implement because they are going to butt up against your identity. If you have seen yourself as the responsible one, if you are an only, if you are a, a firstborn, right, or an only child, this is like, this is part of who we are. We're the ones who get things done. We're dependable. Maybe it's like your Enneagram number. Like, this is just part of my identity. This is who I am. I am the one who you can count on. But if I'm being over-responsible, it is possible that I'm actually taking away from other people. And so I really want to encourage you to just get really honest and consider this for yourself. And again, if it doesn't resonate for you, do you know someone? Do you have someone in your life who is showing this pattern? So if you have resistance, of course, it totally makes sense. Um, and if this is something that you want to explore, this idea of this resistance, um, I just encourage you to do it with the help and support of a therapist or a coach. And I want to note that when I was researching um, for this episode, there were several articles that mentioned that over-responsibility can be a symptom of OCD. So that would be something to check out with your therapist, your physician, um, and not something that you know, not, not something to just overlook. Okay. So let's go back to the solutions. So the first thing I want to offer you is firing yourself from the jobs that are not yours. What I mean by this is the next time you have that idea of like, oh, I'll just do it real quick. Oh, uh, it's just easier for me to do it instead of showing you. It'll only take a minute. I just want you to notice that and consider, can I actually fire myself from doing this thing that I don't have to do? And can I take a few minutes to show someone else? Because while it might impact my short-term time, it might take a few more minutes up front, 
over the long term, it's going to save me so much time. It's also going to help empower this skill set and, and share this power, share this authority with someone else. So fire yourself from the jobs that are not yours. And all of these are going to kind of flow together. So the second one is trust other people to handle their business. And what I mean by this is their actual job, their actual responsibilities, trust that they can handle it. Trust that other people are also responsible and they can handle the work that you're giving them. But also trust other people to handle their business means like trust other people to handle. If they have things going on at home, they may or may not need an accommodation. They may or may not need you to do anything about it. Sometimes our team members come to us and they tell us the difficulties that they're having, but it and, and we as leaders are thinking like, I want to lessen the load. I want to make it easier for you. But that might not actually be what the person wants. I can think of situations where you know, a team member would come to me and that's my gut instinct is, well, let me take on some of your work or let me do something to help you, which makes sense. We're doers. We want to be in action. We want to help people. We, we care for our teams. But also the team member has said, I, I actually don't want you to do anything. I just wanted you to know what was going on. But it makes me feel good to show up and be productive. It makes me feel good to be part of the team. It makes me feel good to know that you value the work that I'm offering. So be careful here and trust other people to handle their business. And then the third one is tend to your own nervous system. And what I mean by this is when you have that urge, you can feel that like tension in your body to jump in, to solve, to make things better to just like take a breath and see if you can get yourself grounded and calm. And tending to your nervous system can, can really be that simple. It can be just a couple of breaths. It can be coming into the present. And if you go back, there's lots of different podcast episodes on like self-compassion and other, other things that you can do to just be present for yourself. But start there. Start with your breath. Fire yourself from the jobs that aren't yours. Notice the discomfort. Come back to breath. Trust other people to handle their business. Notice the resistance. Notice the discomfort. Come back to your breath. And tend to your own nervous system so that you aren't projecting your anxieties. You aren't putting that high-level, buzzy, I have to quick solve it right away energy onto the people around you. If you need help with this, I'd love for you to book a call with me. Let's get you less responsible. Have a great day, everyone. See you next week. Hey, don't forget to like and follow me on Instagram at jen.fry.coaching, where we share more tips, more personal stories, and continue our journey to think on purpose. And if you like today's episode, click those three dots and share it with a friend.